Welcome back to your daily dose with Bob and Nick. It's Bob. Today, Nick and I stand up to challenge the law. Not just any law, the law of gravity. Listen in as we explore the epic concept of gravity reversing itself. And to put a fine point on it, we also talk about the movie Gravity and my potential for survival in deep space. It's an episode where we literally start grounded on Earth and end up in the stars. Enjoy the trip. You are a friend of gravity. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's not just a suggestion, you know. That's the law. Yep. I'm with you. We are we are forced on that one. We don't have a choice. But you ever imagine what would happen if like that one law just went away? Constantly. Yeah. Everything would be different. Like am I Oh, really a fear? Yeah, I so I would look around and say, okay, so I could push back like from this so the chair would fall on top of me. If I fell this far, like that wouldn't be great. Yeah. To your roof. You yeah. have high ceilings. So that this would, is a dangerous house yeah. for gravity either failing or reversing. Who's to say that it would hold on to its foundation if gravity wasn't helping it to stay upright? Uh, I think there's a pretty safe chance that it wouldn't start just moving by itself. I think that level is still there in terms of like the connection. Mm-hmm. So I think we're okay there. I once saw a, a film at a short film festival at NZN Theater that the storyline was a man and a woman who live in the same house, except for that he can only walk on the ceilings and she can only walk on the floors. Oh, that's and she's on the floor above him. And his solution is to create magnetic shoes so that he could be on the same side that she is. Okay. Uh, because gravity was failing him. And they were having a romance through the floor. I probably should have said that at the start. Kind of important. But that all this conversation made me picture that and think, gravity is a fun thing to play with. If we could do that, we could also solve a lot of the housing crisis. Uh, explain. Yeah. So you could rent out your ceiling. <laughs> To not if you have to live there now, people. <laughs> sure, they would be up there. But then we would be down here. Yeah. We could just we could just relegate them to the upper level. They, I mean, they wouldn't be relegated. They could have beds and other accoutrements. That would be creepy. <laughs> live your life hey. underneath an upside What's down family on? in your house. Mm. Well, I hope our, our listeners have fertile enough imaginations to picture that scene because it's pretty, it's pretty deep, pretty it's, serious. It's actually frightening. <laughs> on a couple well, I was of picturing like all those families that like have multi generations yeah. in the house with them. So it's like twenty people living in the same house, and it's just it would look like infestation. So would you put the younger people on the ceiling or yeah. the older people? No, the oh, that's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I tell you what, I would put the continent people on the ceiling. That's a good idea. Yeah. Anybody who has any kind of uh, bladder problems. Yeah, sorry. Stays down here. There you go. That makes sense. How would you do? So I'm thinking about like to create gravity in space, you do the spinny room thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Centripetal force or whatever it is, because centrifugal force is not real. I think I read that somewhere. Well, it's the, it's the motion of a centrifuge. No, but I think they it is just centripetal force. There aren't two forces. Oh, okay. I didn't. I yeah, never knew. I, don't I never know. thought there were two. Maybe making this up. I just picture the Greek, ra- so I invented <laughs> physics, so I can say whatever I want. But how would you do in like a deep space level mission? Because in that case, if you're in the spinning room, you could look up and see somebody. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a little bit different. I think I'd have a better context, but I have really no desire to go out into deep space. I saw the movie Gravity, and that scared me away from yeah. going into deep space just yeah. because of space junk. Cassandra Bullock. 
<laughs> well, they just had that problem just recently. I saw that, and yeah. I thought of that movie immediately. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, in the movie Gravity, Space Junk destroys uh, a space station and a space, a space shuttle. shuttle. Yeah, and uh, it was yeah, because it was just a space shuttle. Well, and then she got to a space station. But the point is, uh, it was a different kind of horror. Yeah, I had never considered the horror of being out in space, or even you know, one character just drifting off into space, yeah. and that's their fate. What a, that's horrifying to me. All right, so let me ask you this. So to practice either deep space or going to Mars, let's say, and yeah. trying to survive on that, they typically run experiments and scenarios where they're putting people in isolated areas in the desert, in Hawaii, on these like volcanic rocks, and oh. just to try it out. So yeah. let's say forget the travel part of it for a second. Right. Would you be interested on any level doing one of those things? Probably, I would. Do you think you'd be good at it? No, I don't. Okay. I don't. No, I. I'll tell you what. I have to go get an MRI uh, on Thursday, and uh, I, I, that's going to require me to be still for thirty minutes. I'm not sure how I'm going to do with that. Yeah. So, so you know, putting me out on a basalt, you know, surface alone for days, I, I don't think I'd do particularly well. I could see myself, you know, opting out after a short period of time, yeah. if if that's a choice. So, if we had to evacuate you from the planet, if we decided here are the ten thousand people we're going to take out on this special vehicle that we create because an asteroid or whatever, yeah, yeah. and we say, you know, obviously a lot of us are going to vote for you to be taken <laughs> off the planet. <laughs> Like improv and funny people and talented, smart people need to live on. You would need some sort of like cryo sleep sci-fi solution. I'll take it. I'll to take be it. on that thing. Yeah. As long as I don't, you know, explode in my pod because I've seen that happen. Uh, there's no guarantee. <laughs> that's, that's there's the zero guarantee that somebody doesn't come along and puts a face hugger on your face. <laughs> so you just ate an alien while you're in cryo sleep. That's, that's my fear, actually. Okay. That's my fear when I go to sleep at night now. I have a CPAP machine that feels very much like that ugly little spider thing wrapped around my well, head. Should, it should be protecting you. You should feel like yeah. it's protecting you from yeah. the face hugger. If that face hugger has a blowhole. <laughs> well, you could also put some spikes on it. I could 3D print you some spikes. So if it did try to get you while you were sleeping, hey. it wouldn't be able to. See, this is the benefit of having a maker as a partner. Yeah. You can do anything. You can create anything. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. Be like Bob. Get yourself a maker friend who can create anything like me. But I'm taken by Bob. So go to your local makerspace, comic book shop, coffee joint, or any other place that creators hang out and find one that can protect you from aliens. <laughs>